Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Service Monster Podcast. I'm your host today, Joe Kowalski. And we talked a little bit about what we were going to bring to the table in terms of value. And I think with Michael here today, I want to tackle a troubling uh, gorilla we've been wrestling for the past three months. Yep. Which is, we've managed to increase our lead acquisition by over 300% in the last quarter. Um, that's a credit to the creative team, to Michael, content distributor, to myself, and us working together to come up with strategies and plans mm -hmm. and and then execute on them over and over and over yep. and over. Yep. Um, but not all leads are created equal. And we are in the process of cleaning the pipeline, even though the influx is good. Just because you have an influx, though, doesn't mean you're going to get more sales. Yep. And so I'd like to touch on that today. Um, and again, we're putting the value portion at the beginning. Uh, afterwards, of course, we'll go through smug updates with Service Monster um, and some actual product updates that have been released within the last two weeks. And again, thanks to the nice job team for coming out last podcast. Yeah. Um, they did a very good job of kind of outlining that their whole process and the business process in general of getting reviews and capturing information and yep. moving stuff around. And yep. uh, so again, we thank them for their participation. So, Michael. Yep. Welcome. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, what would you like to address today? Um, well, first, I mean, you, you touched on it a little bit already, but just kind of our, real quick, just our journey um, with leads and, and realizing that not all leads are created equal. Um, I think for us, we can just briefly kind of cover just so everyone knows where we're coming from and kind of how how we've um, kind of tackled this topic, even though our, our company's different from a service a service company. business i think yeah. a lot of the the principles can still apply and the the approach the mindset that you have towards leads so like we they said we increased leads by a ton um part of that being i think our product offering has improved a lot and so there's Quite been more interest which is great and that's yes. what any business wants um but we found more and more with that increase of leads that um some leads even if we get a lot even if a source has cheaper cost per lead that doesn't mean they're good leads and so that's um, well, what makes a good lead michael a lead that converts into a sale yes. so yes <laughs> that's the goal ladies that's and gentlemen goal, in case yep. you were confused yep. <laughs> your goal is to get a lead to become a paying customer that right. is the overall goal now the difference between other players of the game and a company like service monster is we play the long game yep like Make no mistake, we create this content, this type of value content to help you grow your business in part because we love helping you grow your business. It shows in our product that we make, but we also want you to keep listening mm -hmm. and then eventually say, I need to at least check it out. And that's all we really ever ask mm -hmm. for. And if you check it out and then you make your decision like, I'm, I'm happy. But that's that's why we're doing this. That's why we're here. Um, so for us, that's a long game. That may take three years to convert. Yep. You know, we just pulled um, and converted a cheerleader to our side from a previous competitor, solid competitor. When we first came on the scene, she was like, I don't know if I like this guy. Mm -hmm. And then over time, seeing what we do and yep. really hearing other people's stories and what, you know, how we're helping people with our product and how we're 
positioned our company and so forth. Yep. She kept looking at it, kept looking at it. Kept, and when it hit a certain point, she converted, right? Yep. Uh, I'm not going to out her now because the worst <laughs> thing for us to happen is like it's not going well and it goes wrong. Yeah. And, you know, and I don't want to prop any individual up, but I like the story as yep. it relates to the cleaner. So, again, turning the camera around, talk to your prospects and your mm-hmm. clients, not your peers. Yep. And then generating that content is a long game to build the brand recognition so that when they think, man, I really got a problem, mm-hmm. let me go check this out and see if it's worth it. Yep, exactly. Yeah, um, that's interesting you brought that up about the um, recent that recent lady or whoever you're talking about. Um, there Today there was a lead that I heard Annette talking about someone who had done the demo like four years ago. <laughs> and then they called in, or no, it was Adam. They called in and Adam answered the call. And was Adam's here? He's just not feeling well, so that's why I'm here. By the way, <laughs> I know everyone likes Adam probably more than me, but oh, it's God. okay. Yeah, Adam, Adam's amazing. Um, but he uh, he was saying that this person was was calling, kind of just inquiring about how the trial process worked because they had done the demo back four years ago. Um, and I was like, wow, that's we've been seeing more and more of that lately. We really have. I, like, I pay attention to that because to me, it's helpful to know if we're getting more and more leads from the past kind of the the general prospect kind of funnel of people who have at once been interested. So I think that's a good testament too. It's a quick plug for like your email lists yes. and keeping track Cultivating, of all lead not just information. Your clients. If you're yeah. doing what we say and you're doing a client retention strategy and you're focused on that, that's great. But also how about a prospect retention yeah. strategy? Yeah. Durr. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and that's, and that's one thing I was going to bring up about and, the kind of concept of not all leads are created equal is that they may not all be created equal, but that doesn't mean they're going to stay the same in That's how right. they, um, how likely they are to convert into a paying customer. That's right. I mean, there's like, you know, you guys in service businesses, you get a lot of price shoppers. Um, that's something we hear about constantly. I see on Facebook groups, you do too about price shoppers and yep. how much of a pain they are because it wastes your time. But a lead is a lead and, and each one deserves some, attention sometime sure. obviously you don't want to waste too much time you want to qualify yeah you want to you want to spend enough attention to do a proper qualification yeah. and that takes time you can't just make assumptions yeah, right exactly you don't want to make assumptions and annette i asked annette briefly about kind of her thoughts on this whole topic and uh she said something about that of uh just give every lead a chance don't judge too early was right. kind of like a big thing that she talked about that, that we do that that the sales team does here um, but we do do qualifying yeah. because if they are expecting it to, you know, perform some function that they need word for. Exactly. Then they're yeah. looking at the wrong software. Yep. And another thing that I always like to say, those for our target prospects, those that we definitely would like them to be clients. Um, you've heard the saying on a long enough timeline, everyone's survival rate is zero. <laughs> right. Yep. On a long enough timeline, everyone's a service monster user. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just keep, keep pushing out that marketing content, you know, keep engaging uh, or, with yeah, them. In this case, everyone's a squeaking window cleaner. Everyone's yeah. a diamond carpet cleaner. Yep. Everyone's a, yep. right. Yep. Well, I mean, if, if you're in, in the cleaning industry, everyone needs something cleaned at some point. They're yeah. just going to, it's, it's the way the world is. The world is dirty. Really it just, dirty. It's inherently dirty. Everything's dirty. It's going to need to be cleaned. Um, and like, so with the price shoppers, you know, Maybe they call you, they find a cheaper uh, price from the kind of 
less uh, reputable business in town, and uh, they get their carpets cleaned or their windows cleaned by them. They Have don't some do a very great job. Delivered on them. Yeah, <laughs> hoping not. Uh, in the process. Yeah, something, and then maybe it's not a great experience, and then they remember you, um, or maybe they don't remember you. Actually, they probably don't remember you. But if you got their information, you can make them remember that's you. That's right. And that's the key there with, um, especially at a, pain a not point, quality leak. Right? Yeah, exactly. So when you're standing on clean carpet, you don't need a carpet cleaner. When your carpet is dirty, you need a carpet cleaner. Mm -hmm. How do you be the carpet cleaner? One good way is just to stay in front of them, even if they don't act, even yep. if they have a guy, when their guy yep. fails them hard, yep. like screw the guy, yep. I know who to call. Yep. Uh, and so we get a lot of that too. Yep. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. There's, there's multiple people I've had conversations with on social media who use one of our um, competing softwares. And I just, I talk to them once in a while, you sure. know, just, it's interesting there. It's not anything. I'm not trying to like steal them necessarily. The it's best just, product yeah. is the one you use. Exactly. And like, maybe it works for them, but sure. they know that if it doesn't work for them or something happens that we're here. Um, that's valuable for us and valuable for them. When they go on their fifth round of VC funding or when yeah. they're they're sold or when they're not maintained in yep. spiral descent without yes. any features or support. Yep. Any of that. Yep, exactly. You know? um, yeah, so I guess moving on from that a little bit, but just kind of how this relates to a service business whoops, um, is how, how a service business can um, kind of Pre-qualify. Pre well, yeah, pre-qualifying is important, but also like capturing the data of, of your lead source, like knowing where your leads come from. We have a whole podcast related to yeah. that. Go watch that if you haven't yep. seen it. But ideally, you're going to want a form on your website that throws yep. into your CRM that rings a yep. bell for you. Yep. And that's like if in Basic, that, and if it's not that way, if it's if it's a referral lead, um, like we found that the referral leads for us tend to be way higher quality leads, oh, way yeah. more likely to convert. I would say it's probably going to be true for a lot of um, cleaning businesses totally. as well. It's, exactly it's just right. that's because we all and we've talked about this so many times about referrals and why it's so important to um, to get to get referrals to give an incentive to your past customers to refer their friends to uh, your service because those types of leads are just so much better usually than anything else you could possibly do. And higher quantity. It's going to yeah. continually be in your top five performing campaigns if you're cultivating it correctly. Yep. And I'll drop a small bit of value here. We'll go off on a tangent just for a second because okay. I hear this conversation a lot about paying for referrals. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So a referral rewards program. I, you know, I, I'm all for whatever works, right? The data shows, though, over the last 16 years of us collecting this type of data, that simply having a referral program is what makes it work, not the reward portion. So if you hand them three business cards and ask for that referral, the statistics that we have show there is marginal difference between giving them money and not giving them money. Mm -hmm. So just a little tidbit there. I, you know, If you're already doing it, it's working for you, great. I wouldn't suggest you change it. You don't want to see that marginal difference turn into a 5 to 10% dip and then you start getting pissed off at me because your revenue's <laughs> yeah. in the red, right? Yeah. So. You know, stay on your journey. But if you, I guess it's for the people who are sitting on the fence for a referral program because they're worried that they have to offer the reward and they're not getting the referrals mm -hmm. because they're not asking for them. Yeah. So stop that. Mm -hmm. Start asking for them. Hand them three business cards, not two, not four. Four is an obligation. Two is you don't care. Three mm -hmm. is the perfect number. 
hand them this in math and science and mm-hmm. art and yeah. it's crazy three it shows up so everywhere yeah. if you're a numerology person like three is the bomb mm-hmm. three business cards and then uh you say you know i really appreciate me and my small business if you would share your experience with other friends and family yep done yep there you go yep okay back to the topic that was actually really relevant that was a really good thing to bring up because that makes me think of um I see a lot of service businesses who kind of they they give like a like a gift package almost to mm-hmm. their customers like mm-hmm. like a mug and then like a magnet I don't know like random stuff branded um, spotters yeah big one, yeah right? just stuff with their brand on them which kind of ties into our branding podcast right. that we did our two parter uh, a few months ago of just uh, with with those referrals because we we've established and most I'm sure most service businesses have this experience that the referral leads are higher quality um, is like you're saying, really, really focusing on getting more of those. Cause it's like, it's harder. And like from the data perspective, like I like having data on what is most effective from a marketing perspective. Sometimes that can be hard to really pinpoint um, specifically what is most effective because something like a referral, um, you may not be able to necessarily give that a monetary value, but if you know that that's the most effective and the most quality uh, lead source, then it's probably going to be worth it to invest a little more in that, like by doing one of those gift packages. I mean, like that's a similar similar thing to handing them three business cards, you right. know, as doing something a little more. Like I know growing up, like my dad always had like a few random mugs from some business, like a mechanic or something. And I always saw those. And now like I think of those as like if I think of a mechanic here in town, I think of this one and you know and it's like because i saw that mug just sitting around my house for like a few years when i was growing up so those types of things are good and my dad always goes there so it's like it's kind of that that concept of um investing more in the lead sources that are going to give you the best results even if it's more expensive you know it's the the quality versus quantity thing yeah and but you make a good point and one that i want to touch on again for the millionth time is that no single campaign is going to give you what you want. Yep. It's not going to generate an influx of leads. You're like, oh, this is the one, baby. Yep. This is the one that's going to bring in like 500. It's like, no, it's not. You've yep. been through this before. And if you haven't collectively, I'm telling you, we've been through this before. What it takes is getting your brand built within the community and making that equal to the products and services that you offer. Yep. So when they do have a problem, they know who to call. Yep. Um, now, what's interesting is that means that any one lead source you track is a lie. Mm-hmm. It's fake news. Mm-hmm. But how much is it fake news? So you're creating a cohort. So forget about the lead source. Let's look at statistics. Yeah. You're creating a cohort and you're saying, which cohort performs better than the other cohorts? Yeah. And yeah, it's not the full story. So it means that you probably shouldn't take all of your resources out of all the other cohorts yeah. to dump them into a single cohort. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is a concept that we call loft. And it's this, you're going to see a, your brand in three, five, six, eight different places. Yep. It's going to stay there. It's going to be on the mug on the shelf. Yep. It's going to be on the little league sign. It's going to be on that newsletter that you send out that they don't read. They just delete, but they don't unsubscribe because they want to see the name. Yep. Because they know that eventually there's going to be an action associated yep. with that. Yep. It's going to be a prompt. Mm-hmm. So loft is important. 
tracking your lead sources is important, but understanding them in context of loft is critical. Mm -hmm. But then, yes, in those cohorts, you can start to make intelligent decisions. If you've got one lead source that is converting higher average invoices and a much higher rate, you're going to figure out how are people getting into that lead source mm -hmm. and how do I get more of that to happen? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Those are the quality leads, which really are what you want. Like, you know, we have some lead sources that were cheap, but the leads were cheap, you know, like in the sense that they weren't high quality leads um, and still aren't. And that's, that's okay. You know, you learn. And I think, I think even in a service business, like we always talk about different, different strategies you can use for marketing different um, you know types of campaigns whether whether a physical thing like like uh, flyers or door hangers or like different type of social campaigns or like google paid ads all the digital whatever, stuff, whatever right? you do um EDDM, it's worth it, yeah it's worth bombs. doing them at some point to see if it works yeah to track the cohort yeah just see how what the results are but and how, okay, also don't so give up too soon on that, them. i was just gonna say okay so yeah. <laughs> how do you define what works because here's what i'll hear oh i did a postcard one time yeah. to a list i bought from melissa data yeah. that was six aged six months i got a 30 percent return rate and only one job and they wanted a cheap service yep. yes that's a hundred percent what you're gonna get yep. off one campaign yep. over and over and over Yep. Now, what happens, though, if you do that to, like, the neighborhood or the same list, every six weeks you send them yep. three different pieces of mail. What now, What you've done now is created loft. Yep. And you've created the top of mind awareness for the products and services that you offer from the beginning of the mailer that they receive to somewhere around two to three months after the last mailer they've received. Yeah. And so you can extend, instead of being transient, this one moment in time where they see you and it goes away, now you've got a yeah. breadth of time, a bigger net, and you're gonna catch more people mm -hmm. that have problems. Yeah. So it didn't work, doesn't cut it. Because I will say, and this is the hard part, because you have to spend money to do mm -hmm. this, you have to be a practitioner before you can call it not good. Exactly. Yeah. You have had to fail in every way possible mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> and understanding every nuance that you can yep. usher in. Instagram, does it work? Well, are you using it like EDDM? Yep. Okay. You're right. It's yep. not going to work. Exactly. So, um, so be cautious with it. It doesn't work. Right. Yep. But at the same time, you got to collect the data to see if anything that you're doing is moving yep. the needle at all. Yep. Yeah, especially in this winter season, it gets a little slower for a lot of cleaning businesses. I don't mean it's, now, right? Huh? This is all this yeah. is all like put away everything. This is time to be in school yep. for the next three months. Yep. Exactly, right? T yep. Tightening up your business, getting yep. the work you can, but really focus mm -hmm. on. And it's a good this time kind to kind of go through the data too, really totally. kind of crunch numbers. What worked in summer? Yeah. What yeah. worked in spring? Spring's yeah. launching again. Start True. thinking about your marketing now. Yeah. How did you get your best leads last year? Exactly. Where did they come from, and how can you get more of them? Yep. There's some homework that'll turn into money. Yep. That's that's great advice right there. So do that. <laughs> do that, please. <laughs> For your own sake. It's great. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty much it with the lead thing. Yeah. I think we've covered beat that up to that. Beat, yeah. Beat, uh, covered some good stuff there. Yep. Uh, yeah. So first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, this, this, you're right. Uh, this podcast will be coming out either right before or right after Thanksgiving. Probably so, right after. Yeah. Probably. Unless Justin really 
tightens it down, but yeah, it's a lot of content. A few, just, just a few days there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had a mobile release this past Wednesday. Um, so this would be, it was uh, November 20th. So yeah, let's just date it now. Sure. Yeah, November 20th, there was a mobile release version 1.2.4. Make sure to update to that if you haven't already. Um, just a few fixes um, within that. Um, oh, and we put the splash. Oh my gosh, this is perfect. We put the splash oh, screens yeah. in. That, that was that was since that was even the release before this one. Oh right, yeah. But they yeah. Didn't, we didn't talk about, we didn't that, one about that one either. Yeah. So this was an oh, effort to clean the lead yeah. pipeline yep. because the uh, most egregious source of low dollar low quality leads uh was our mobile platforms ios mm-hmm. and android and they it's not it was about 20 percent was okay but about 75 to 80 yeah. percent of those leads were junk yeah um and no, almost none of the ones that come through mobile were converting yeah and so what did we do we put some screens in the beginning uh, after the download to say did you want Target? Because this is Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Before you fill out that trial button, no, this is a monthly platform, not a freemium with ads. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and we're starting to see that have an effect on yep. the percentage of what we call qualified leads, whether they convert or not, is still outstanding. Yep. Got to give it time. But there we right. go. We got to give it time. Got to see give it what time. works. Believe me, though, this is like fetal position. I, you know, <laughs> in not sleeping at night time, yeah. kind of time. Yeah. I get it. I'm there. I, I'm less there now than I was a couple of weeks ago because <laughs> we finally caught up. Yeah. The trial has now process has now equal and slightly greater to the sales process we previously yep. had. So I'm, I'm sleeping again. That's good. That's great. <laughs> we all need that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's a great um, thing in the mobile release. Cause it's, so actually there have been two releases. I don't have the notes Dates, on the previous yeah. one, but this Minor is bug fixes. And yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Nothing. If you want to view um, the release notes there, uh, I don't, do we post the mobile release notes mm-hmm. on the, the, on the store? Yeah. Yeah. Duh, in the store. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. So if you want to see, um, I know we see we see a lot of um, yep. just random minor issues that only affect a few people. So um, we, we address those. We get them fixed. So And Brian is currently working on uh, a site rebuild because we know unless mm. you do sites perfect the first time through, there's some major friction points. Um, yeah. We just hadn't done use cases on site handling yet. So yeah. that'll be out in the next release. Uh, and we're putting back the sliding of the date picker. Oh um, yeah, on top of yeah, like debut. Yep. He tried to take one pass yeah. at it, and it kind of was thrown a fit for him. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, go get some wins," you know. Yeah. And uh, so we're, he's going to come back at that once we get yeah. that date stuff. But hopefully, that'll be one release, and we'll just yeah. I think a lot of people will be happy about that. Yeah, so. I was surprised by how many people didn't know to tap on the date. That that yeah. natively, intuitively, they went to the swipe on the yeah. calendar. This is more more visually obvious. Yeah, but swipe that, was even in, like swipe was never a thing in mobile three, and it's a thing everywhere for really advanced features. Yeah, it's true. And nobody just, nobody knew about it. it. Yeah, yeah, weird. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. See, we're learning right there about mobile use and how people interact with it. So it's great yep. stuff. Uh, yeah, holiday FMS campaign. Yeah, that's today done. right now today, which is going to be. In like a week or something so more. the 22nd, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, it is the 22nd. Was the last day for guaranteed shipping. So by the time you guys see this, it'll be past that. But you can still place um, a Christmas card order. Yes, we'll just ship it normally. Yeah, there's no necessarily guarantee guaranteed. on when it'll be delivered by. Um, but within reason, I'm not going to promise anything because that would 
potentially get me in trouble with the people downstairs who do FMS. But, you know, if, if it's a few weeks before Christmas, it'll probably get to your customers before Christmas still. Yep. Get those orders in quick, yep. though. Like, stop procrastinating on that. Yeah, exactly. It's good to good to get them done earlier than last <laughs> minute like this. Um, if you want to talk about the cleaning podcast real quick. Yeah, I'm super excited by this, guys. I'm, um, I found myself woefully ignorant after 16 years of understanding the chemistry and process of cleaning. I clean stuff at home, you know, and I run a homestead and I understand microbiology and I mean, I generally get it. And I was a biomedical polymer chemist, so I understand the basic chemistry, but I, I don't understand it the way these experts understand it. And some of these guys, highest integrity, top notch educators. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I need to go figure out this. I, this is a, an area where I'm woefully ill-equipped to talk about and you'll go through all of our content you will never see me Mm -hmm. giving advice on how to clean anything um just because i stick to what i know like i get i get a random dm every once in a while this happened two times last month hey joe you know a lot about a lot of stuff how about this weird arbitrary thing i'm like yeah, I know nothing about that. <laughs> I only talk about the stuff I know. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, so um, so I don't know about cleaning. So I went to go l- see if I could learn. And I found out there's a big vacuum of really credible cleaning sources. There's some how-tos, you know, on mm-hmm. YouTube, how to scrub a pot or clean, wipe down a car. But even in there, they're like, we don't understand the chemicals. We just spraying it on and it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And that bothers me. Right. Um, and there's lots of that kind of stuff. And you're task oriented. I get it. I need to get X, Y, Z done. How do I do it? Okay. That's how I do it. I do it. Do I need to understand why it happened? You don't have to, but it makes you a credible business owner. It makes you yep. more of an expert. It makes your valuable, uh, your value of your business and your services go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your clients can rely on you not to do shit. You know, the landscaper who doesn't know plants, mm-hmm. like that's not the person I want landscaping exactly. my yard. Yeah. And if all I'm doing is hire to cut grass, mm-hmm. I still want them to know the difference between yep. a freaking perennial and an annual and a juniper and like a weed and a petunia. Yeah. Right? Just like, <laughs> exactly. yes, I weed whacked. <laughs> oh, thanks. And you took out all my tomatoes. Yeah. Those weren't weeds, man. <laughs> so and it's the same thing with carpet the same thing with house cleaning is the same thing yeah. with window cleaning. It's like, I, you know, if I know you're an expert in something, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some more credit, yep. some street cred. So, yep. so here's the thing. So I decided to do the journey in public. So I hit up some of these master uh, cleaning experts and they were all for it. Like I have an amazing cast. There's like seven or eight people who are lined up that are like, nice. totally, I'm going to be part of this. So we're starting an exclusive content for cleaning how-tos, breaking down process, chemistry, science, mm-hmm. like, you know, going to the map because you get so much power when you understand things at that level. Yep. Because then you can understand, well, I have this problem. I've never seen it before, but I understand the base chemistry, which means I knew which tool in my tool bag to grab. Yep. And make sure that that's taken care of. Um, and so I think that's going to be a very valuable resource. We recorded the first one earlier today, nice. which is great. Um, I know that you and Mark have already started working on the branding. Yep. Um, I did the bumpers yes, uh, day before yesterday. Yep. I've listened to them like 90 times. I just, nice. I don't really like them. <laughs> like I'm the biggest fan already of the, just the bumpers. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited by where it goes. We're going to try it. Yeah. We're going to see what's up. Yep. Um, but yes, pod, 
podcast exclusive content mm-hmm. for cleaning how to's with the industry's most knowledgeable experts. Yep. So one thing that I thought of while you're talking about that of just kind of the value for um, any cleaner with with this kind of podcast of knowing not just how to clean but like why this type of cleaning works like how like what the chemistry is behind it um is helpful i think in um, kind of the way that uh many probably differs around the united states but especially around here people are very environmentally conscious totally and a lot of cleaning uses chemicals of some sort and i know people a lot of people are very very cautious about what chemicals are being used in the cleaning process um and so if you're very educated on what these chemicals are what they do what potential um, harmful side effects they have. That's one thing I'm going to dive into is like exposure because Sean had a story just a couple months ago of one of the, his clients that he, you know, coaches, um, one of their technicians died, carbon monoxide poisoning. He took it upon himself to mix up a batch of chemical and then killed himself. Because he did it wrong and didn't, didn't, he didn't understand the chemistry. chemistry. Yeah. Something happened Something. there where Oof. it's created a giant amount of carbon dioxide or monoxide and, and put his ass asleep and killed him. Wow. So that's heavy stuff. Yeah. Now, we're in the cleaning industry. We're not usually subject to transient issues, mm-hmm. right? Meaning that, you know, you don't fall and die right there. Yeah. It's like not like iron steel workers or yeah. like underwater iron or pe- like fishing, pe- like all mm-hmm. the things that you don't want to do because, you know- 30% of you die. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not going to tree people. I think that's the lumberjacks. Isn't that the biggest one? I think so, so yeah. Yeah. So um, so we're not used to that in the cleaning industry. But you know what unsung data that is sicknesses, mm. cancer rates, yeah, right? Miscarriages. Mm-hmm. Like there's no data on it. But I would be willing to put money on those statistics being higher simply because of the materials and the chemicals that are being used. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I think this and knowledge misuse is of those, Yeah, misuse yeah. of those chemicals. And then yeah. also liability, right? Um, mm-hmm. So you're a house cleaner. You've been cleaning Mrs. Jones' house for six months. They've got this rug uh, that that's their family heirloom lug. There's something wrong with it, and they, they want you to pull a stain out of it. Just can you hit that while you – and you use something that you think is just fine, and it ends up damaging it, and then you find out the rug is a $20,000 heirloom Afghan rug. Mm-hmm. And now they're suing you for $20,000. That would not be fun. Um, and this has happened to especially carpet cleaners mm-hmm. um, over and over again. Yeah. So being knowledgeable about what you're doing out yep. there. And and so we're pushing this as an education piece. You put your earbud in, yep. you know, and, and just go. Yep. So um, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, the first one was great. Sean did a, a great thing. We did a deep dive on what is clean what does that even mean nice and so you can get all kinds of twisted there seriously what is clean (laughs) and i told a story about you know uh doctor and washing hands and all that kind of fun stuff so yeah cool that's awesome yeah that'll be out um we'll start pushing that content pretty soon so be on the lookout for that um also the maid services webinar just want to briefly mention that again still don't have a date because it's really it's dependent on 6.5 and then we need some time to market it. Yep. Um, so it is definitely within the next three yep. months. Yep. Uh, so if you if your maid service is out there listening, uh, start chatting us up. Yep. Hey, yep. have you heard about Service Monster? They're going to have a thing. Pay attention. Exactly. Yeah, there we'll we get go. something out there. Cool. 
All right, so it's just a few smug posts real quick. Smug has been relatively quiet the past few weeks, um, which is in a way good. I think um, less less issues with mobile. Mobile has been really solid now, yeah. um, which is amazing. Uh, we're really happy. If you're about listening that. and you grimaced at that, then hit us up. Yeah, because we, we need to know. We need yeah. to know. Yeah, and we think we things know. at this point are pretty damn solid. We yep. know sites are a major yep. problem, so we're yep. we're surfing that out. Um, and I still want to get the accounts receivable module. Mm. Yeah, super easy. Get paid from your truck. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Um, so the first one, uh, someone just commented asking, Pat said, uh, when flipping through the days on map view, it doesn't change the map. Uh, Brenda pointed out, you have to hit the refresh button on the schedule to redraw the map. Yes, just real me, quick. Let me tell yeah. you why. Because a year ago, that service, maybe 18 months ago, that service cost us $0. Through Google. Through Google. Yeah. Last month, it was $12,000. You guys are killing me. Again, I'm going to raise prices. You know I'm going to do it. I keep saying it. I'm going to do it. Don't be surprised (laughs) when I do it come the first of the year-ish. Like, I'm going to do it. First of the year-ish. There we go. (laughs) I always got to leave myself a little bit of wiggle room. Exactly. (laughs) Um, You know, and... and I, yeah, this twelve thousand ridiculous. So yeah. one of the things that we did when we saw these runaway costs was we went back and said, well, what can we do to kind of tamp down the unnecessary requests? We're still working through that. I think that we can shave that down to about eight grand a month. I hope we've got yeah. some things in place now that you know will we'll be coming in the six point five release that I hope will address that. But um, cool. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you got to hit refresh, man, because yeah. it costs me money every time you do. Yep. Yep. And it's, I think with the map view too, like a lot of times if you're just flipping through the days real fast, it's not going to be the most necessary thing. No. It's like, are you, you throwing really... jobs on yeah. from the sidecar? Exactly. Like... If you need to see it, it's, it's just one extra click. Um, yep. yeah. So yep. that's just that just to address it. So people know that's not broken. That's intentional functionality. Yep. Um, Ken asked, this was just yesterday actually, about the opportunities count um, in his dashboards. And you um, kind of briefly touched on that. So if you want to like maybe just briefly explain a little more like this opportunities. And then the next smug post is your one about dashboards. Oh, nice. So I brought up some maybe those two together kind it, of dashboards. It, it is yeah. because I don't want to, um, gl- which I did in the response, gloss over the fact. I think he was talking about a bigger question mark about the numbers than just the opportunities. Yeah. He he gave me opportunities with mean? some meat. Yeah. So I went after the meat and yeah. I left the what's it all yep. mean alone. I think there's a bug in there. It doesn't mm-hmm. look right to me. Opportunities. So count, it, what yeah. it's supposed to show is your current number and then the last year's number and or change from last year's number yep. and the total percentage up or down of that change. Yep. And I don't think that's what it's showing right now. I think something got updated and something's weird with that dashboard. So maybe know that we're working on dashboards across the board and um, we're giving dashboards for every section, which is leading to this mm-hmm. next post. Yep. Um but I wanted to undress the undertoad. That's what my <laughs> wife calls it, the undertoad. Undertoad? Yeah, okay. it's going to get you. Undertoad. That's nice. <laughs> so um, then the question that I answered was related to opportunities. Now, opportunities are a mechanism for tracking multi-touch sales processes through a Kanban board. And it allows you to create uh, steps, a series of processes or process steps, and then move that opportunity 
from each step to the next while you chase that lead in order to convert them into a sale or to an account. Yep. That's what an opportunity is. And so that count represents how many opportunities you have in the pipeline or that you processed yep. within that period of time. Yep. Pretty pretty straightforward. I think so. Yep. Yep. So yeah, you posted uh November fifteenth in Smug. The just cogs. a little Yeah, just a little uh a little sneak peek into some exciting new features that are gonna be out some point 6.5 6.5 yep the beautification yep so if you want to talk a little bit i mean obviously we're going to go deep into that when it's out but yeah. just a little background on where you're so now that, that we have inventory control and equipment tracking will be released with, i believe it will be released with 6.5 um which does include some mobile changes as well which is awesome checking and checking out equipment and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff I can calculate per job how much money in consumables it's costing you. I can calculate how much in depreciation it's averaging you per job. And um, with one additional field on the employee screen, the estimated hourly wage, I can now calculate labor costs based off their check-in and check-out time. So I can give you cost of goods sold on each job. That prompted me to create a data warehouse with an invoice fact table where we're tra tracking so much great information that's allowing these dashboards to be much easier to build, much more reliable because the queries aren't as insane. Mm -hmm. um, you know, anytime things get more complicated, they're more prone to error yeah. regardless. That's just Octum's razor. So if we... Um, if we're able to do this and just share that, I just amazing. Yeah. So we've broken it into um, residential and commercial, but we're showing you your margin on each job or on, on your average job. We can show it on each job. We track it in the fact table, but that's not what this dashboard is. Mm -hmm. It's your average uh, information over a 90-day period of time, your margins, your cost of goods sold, your average invoice. Um, and then the breakdown of your average labor, your average consumable, and your average um, depreciation. Yep. So very important number to have because that's the health of your business. Yep. And I, um, it's going to take some plugging in because if you don't plug in the labor numbers and you're not going to get mm -hmm. labor, if you don't plug in the inventory control, we won't know how much consumables you're using per project. Yep. And if you're not plugging in your equipment, we won't know about depreciation. Yep. So this is going to come at a cost and that cost is using you know basically using inventory control you can go in and for one time put in equipment be done and, and depreciation yep. will calculate you don't have to use it in, mm -hmm. as it's intended with checking and check out or hook it up to services or products and get your inventory route sheet load out or none of that stuff yeah um you just have to put them in inventory you do have to do some hookup and setup so it knows every time to close an invoice based off mm -hmm. the services that you provided which chemicals uh, have you used and yeah. then it can calculate your cost based off that so um so that's what that little dashboard yep. drop was yep. yeah, very very important number probably the second most important kpi to a service business next to repeat rate everyone mm -hmm. knew i was going to say that yep. um take a drink two shots of vodka <laughs> yep. New rate. Rate. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. I think that's I'm excited about this just from a marketing perspective of this really falls in line with our our focus on helping service businesses grow. Really like like taking everything that we can like squeezing everything we can out of the data that you put into service monster and giving it back to you in a beneficial way where you can uh, monitor it you can use it you can you can set goals and that's that's what we want to do we, we want to provide even more value of being able to help businesses grow and 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 you know this is this is a step um, to even even doing a better job of that providing a better software um, that doesn't just help you schedule your jobs and get paid but actually helps you um, kind of in the, the, the more like, like the taking a step back and looking at your business as a whole, not just the, the day-to-day stuff, but the, the overall big picture of your business. So, and as they say, kids, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. This is I've only got, the beginning, <laughs> man, because I had to build this fact table and this warehouse structure. Now I'm geeking out about it just because it's just so much easier to do stuff. So I put forth the upfront effort. Mm-hmm. Now if I do the same thing for accounts, employees, and appointments. Um, <laughs> There's so much data. Oh, my gosh. And so many ways that we can represent it. Yep. And I'm looking at ways right now to put some of that power in your hands. Um, mm. So, And then I'm also looking at cross-sections and cohorts. And, okay. you know, how do you pair up to your state averages there we go right mm-hmm. so that's what i mean you ain't yep. seen nothing yet yep. we've got so much fun stuff planned yep. um so anyway that's uh yeah yeah that's it that's all i have very good so well we hope you enjoyed thank you so much for your attention please find us on all of your favorite social media outlets instagram facebook youtube uh all your podcast platforms as well and look for the cleaning podcast coming out pretty soon pretty excited about that project until next time be safe yep thanks